we're not talking about little changes here. We're talking about, you know, if you, businesses doing okay, it can be doing really, really well. Exactly. In, in short order. Exactly. You take the time to, to look yep. at these changes. And we're not talking about expensive changes either. We're not talking about, this is, this is mostly about having some strategy. Mm. There's some relationship building. There's some no like, and trust that needs mm. to be established. You have to acknowledge that consumers go through a journey. And that's why the, the, my six seconds or less thing is, is phrased the way it is. Six seconds, how to, in, how to in convince website visitors to stay, how to engage them mm-hmm. in six seconds or less. Not suggesting yeah. the job is done, but you've got to get past that barrier. Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, welcome to another episode of Beyond Success. I am here with my buddy, James. Uh, we're introduced by Michael, Mike, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. As always, Michael hit the nail on the head. Uh, James and I connected a little while ago and he blew my mind with a particular concept that I wanted him to come and share with you. Six ways to ensure that a customer stays and engages on your website in six seconds or less. Uh, did I describe it right? That's it. That's it. Um, six ways to engage in six seconds or less. So the thing I love about this, James, is it, it doesn't take long to see whether this is going <laughs> this is going to work or not, uh, because you 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 will see from those changes whether you're going to have an uptake in signups in your website, all the things, right? Exactly, and it's. I mean, your your website is your the most valuable digital asset that you own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, followed by your email list. Mm-hmm. Virtually everything else is rented land. Mm. And as such, your website is, you know, vitally important in this digital age mm-hmm. to your success, um, mm. regardless of your business. Um, even, you know, professional services or coaches or, you know, they're, they may not get, they may say to me, and I often hear this. Well, I don't get any leads from the website, so why should I invest in it? Well, maybe if you invested it, you get some leads from it. Well, there's that, <laughs> but there's also you can't see the null set. You can't see all of the people who heard about you mm-hmm. by word of mouth or in social media or however they heard about you. Mm-hmm went to your website to confirm that you would be a legitimate solution to their problem Mm -hmm. and thought to themselves, gosh, I wonder if this person's still in business Mm. or thought to themselves, huh, what do they do anyway? Mm. Or thought to themselves, well, they're not solving my problem and they're gone. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. You can't see those people. Mm. But that is reality. Mm. That is what people are doing. 
And I think sometimes we overcomplicate the website. I know, for example, with me, I was like, oh, this is this, and blah, 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 blah. There was so much stuff that it became a, a primordial glue. Looked beautiful, but wasn't yep. doing anything. Uh, we've continued to dial things in over the, the little while, and we're, we're going to be implementing the changes that we get from you. Um, and by the way, guys, at some point over the course of this conversation, or you can even go to the show notes now while you're listening and click on it, you can actually book for James to do an audit of your website and to let you know um, how it's doing. Uh, I've got my session next week at the time of recording this. I'm very tentative. He's going to say, because we've, we've invested a lot in a, you know, a sexy website that looks great and whatnot, but unless that sexy website is showing the problem I solve, showing people how we can help them solve it, give them a chance to connect with us and move into that second piece of real, real estate, the, the email lesson, what's the point, right? Right. That's right. And and I see this a lot. In fact, I a lot of, you know, beautifully designed websites mm-hmm. are not that effective. Mm. They're, they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. but a website is a utility. Mm. It needs to provide generate mutual value, value mm-hmm. for the person visiting the website and value for the business. It, think of it as website is a fulcrum. Hmm. And, and as such, you want to maximize your leverage. Those valuable people who've arrived on your website, usually by word of mouth or, um, you know, they heard about you somehow, you, want, you don't want those people to go away. You want them to extract value from that experience and want to, you know, and and the the simple reality is, I mean, you've probably heard the expression that a goldfish has an attention span of nine seconds, mm-hmm. right? As a business owner, you should be so lucky. You have six seconds or less wow. to engage a website visitor. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the premise behind the concept of six ways to convince a website visitor to stay in six seconds or less, because that is reality. Hmm. So what are some of the things that really need to be present and functional for someone to be able to, you know, win out on the the six second war? Well, let let me run through them at a sort of the headline level. Mm -hmm. And then we'll, we can dive back into some of the more detailed things. Number one, and often overlooked by folks, page load speed. Mm. A good chunk of that six seconds, if it gets eaten up by the fact that your page takes four and a half seconds to load, Mm. doesn't change the equation. You don't get six seconds (laughs) after the page is loaded. You get six seconds from when they clicked on the link to, or hit their browser. Mm -hmm. I want to see this website. That's when the clock starts. So how do people, how do you speed up the loading speed of your website? We'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. Let's go through the six things first. And then we'll we'll dive back into the the details. Number two, you want to tell them they're in the right place. Okay. And that needs to be kind of an instantaneous thing. That's a visual thing. You don't want them spending the precious six seconds trying to figure out, is this where I want to be? 
Mm-hmm. When I'm doing public speaking, and uh, this is pre-pandemic when we were actually talking to real people in real rooms, <laughs> um, you know, I'd, I'd stand there and I'd be talking about website UX. So, and I'd, I'd stand there and I'd raise my hand. And I said, I said, everybody raise their hand. And everybody in the audience would raise their hand. You have 800,000 people raising their hand. Mm-hmm. I said, now touch your nose. And I would take my hand and put it on my forehead. Mm-hmm. 80% of the room would put their hand on their forehead because the reptilian brain, we mm-hmm. see before we think, before we hear, before we do anything else, we mm-hmm. see. So that first impression, am I in the right place? Hmm. Branding, consistent use of color, consistent use of fonts. Is the logo located where I expect it to find it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Next thing is you want to give them a benefit-oriented reason to stay. Something that's in it for them. Something that's in it for them. And this is the mistake I see most often is websites where they're talking about themselves. Hmm. Right? The, The fourth point is... Make the page easy to consume. Hmm. White space, negative space, images, a logical visual hierarchy, Mm -hmm. sensible, you know, I know where to look. The natural flow of eye tracking. If you look at eye tracking studies extensively and, you know, I need to get a life, I acknowledge, but I've looked at lots of them. Well, we're glad that you we're glad that you did look at them because now you can pour into us. <laughs> right. Well, the the majority of people are right-handed, and the majority of people their eyes track from the upper left-hand corner to the lower right-hand corner. Mm-hmm. And if you've got your call to action in the lower left-hand corner, which is very common because designers like that, mm-hmm. that's the least eye-tracked spot on a web page. Wow. Okay. Um, so. Fifth is inspire trust. Because hmm. once you've gotten past the problem, maybe agitate the problem, provide a solution. Now you're into what I call reason to believe. Mm-hmm. Why should I believe you? And that's where, you know, brands that I've worked with uh, as seen on um, mm-hmm. testimonials, mm-hmm. five-star ratings, although mm-hmm. it doesn't, have, you don't have to have every, all of those things. These are just examples, but you want to give people support reasons to believe um, just designed and built a website for a high-end consultant. And he's worked with some amazing brands. Mm-hmm. But we just ran a band across underneath his hero with mm-hmm. four significant, five significant brands, just the icons. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere on his About Us page, we put in a more extensive image of the kinds of people he's worked with. But all we needed was those five there because it's a checkbox, right? Mm-hmm. Why should I believe? And then sixth, provide a clear call to action. Mm. And when I say call to action, I don't mean necessarily just a button. Mm -hmm. That's also a path. Mm. In your target audience, you're going to have sub-segments. Where should they go? Make it very clear that if you're, you know, 
if you're doing left-handed, if you're a left-handed welder and you're looking for a left-handed welding equipment, mm-hmm. have a path for left-handed welders mm. and a different path for right-handed welders. I'm making fun of it, but... Of course, yeah, but I get the concept. It's the concept. Mm-hmm. So make a very clear call to action. You don't want to have them thinking about it. They don't want to have them figuring it out because if you can get them to click on that path you've 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 overcome the obstacles you've got them engaged they've given you permission to give you more information so keep the 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 homepage is primary function is to draw people in and get them to click you'll often hear with websites oh my god we have to avoid clicks we have to avoid clicks and what people have done is they've put the entire kitchen sink on the homepage because mm. they took that literally. Mm. It, it's really, we have to avoid unnecessary clicks. Got you. So if you provide a clear call to action, you know, book some meeting times with me or follow this path to find the information that you're looking for, then you then it'll work. So six things. Page load speed, yeah. tell the visitors they're in the right place, give them a benefit-oriented reason to stay, make the page eye-catching and fun to read, mm-hmm. inspire trust, and give them a clear call to action. So realistically, how much can people be leaving on the table if they're not taking care of these things? A lot. What, what sorts of, of – when you come in and you wave your magical – wand and, and 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 create these these shifts like what sorts of things have you seen in terms of the the shifts in people's revenues or email i'll give you a couple of good a couple of examples we had a a, a gentleman came to us he was uh, uh had been had been a new york state senator mm-hmm. and he wasn't reelected. um he was a lawyer mm-hmm. um so he put out his shingle to be a lobbyist mm-hmm. and he wasn't getting any business mm-hmm and so he called me up reference um, from, you know, mutual con- people that we know. Mm-hmm. And I went to his site and I'm like, Craig, it's all inside out. Mm-hmm. You're talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, that's who they're hiring. They're hiring me. Mm-hmm. They said, yes, I know. But the first thing they need to know is, do you understand their problem? Mm-hmm. So we reworked his website. We reworked the copy. We had this thing with a real logical, here is the problem that I'm solving. This is why this problem is important to you. And here, here's what you should do next. Mm. So this was a couple of years ago. He called me up in January, checking in. I said, so how's it going, et cetera? And he said, well, it's been a couple of years. Do you think we need to refresh the website? Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, so Craig, how's your phone? Mm-hmm. And he said, I can't get it to stop ringing. Mm-hmm. I'm turning people away. I've got so much business. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause people were getting to his website. They were hearing about him. They'd go to the website. Ah, confirmation. One of the number one mistakes that I make, I'll ask people, what's the primary objective of your website? And they'll say conversion. Mm. And then I'll do a quick test on their website to find out what their domain authority is. Mm -hmm. And they'll get a score of five or six or seven out of a hundred. Lower the score, the worse the authority. 
lower the score, the worse the authority. And the authority is basically based on, you know, quality backlinks and traffic. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, you're anybody who's getting to your website is getting there because they've heard about you from someplace else. They probably mm-hmm. have a good sense for why they're there. So the job of the website is not conversion. Mm-hmm. It's confirmation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that conversion isn't part of the mix. Yeah, but they, but they already, it's like, you know, if I go to the ice cream store, yep. I'm going for ice cream, right? Yep. I'm going for ice cream. I'm going to the ice cream store. Right. If, as soon as you walk through the door, you want to check, huh, ice cream bins. Good. I'm in the right place. Exactly. Then you look and see, have they got the flavors that I like? Is the price right? So on and so forth. But first, I need to make sure I'm in an ice cream right. store. And that concept of the customer journey and understanding the customer journey is a really important idea. That's one of the reasons why the six tips are structured the way they are. Mm-hmm. is acknowledging that customer journey. So another example, I had an e-commerce customer came to us. Uh, he was using one of the subscription-based e-commerce platforms, and it was kind of clunky, and there was no strategy behind what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He came to us. We rebuilt his site, redesigned his site. We, I talked to him about this kind of strategic proposition. We made a bunch of changes to the site. There was a few other things we did regarding to marketing, which I can go into. But um, the bottom line, I spoke to him about a year later. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, Dave, how's business? And he said, my web business has more than doubled in a year. And Mm -hmm. I the only appreciable change I made was the website. And since then, it's tripled. His business has tripled. So people can really we're not talking about little changes here. We're talking about, you know, if your business is doing okay, it can be doing really, really well. Exactly. In, in short order. Exactly. You take the time to, to look yep. at these changes. And we're not talking about expensive changes either. We're not talking about, this is, this is mostly about having some strategy mm. and understanding the customer journey. And rather than, you know, going from, hi, my name is James and your place are mine, right? Mm-hmm. There's some courtship going on in the middle there. Mm. There's some relationship building. There's some no like and trust that needs mm. to be established. You have to acknowledge that consumers go through a journey. And that's why the, the my six seconds or less thing is, is phrased the way it is. Six seconds, how do we, how do, in convince website visitors to stay, how to engage them mm-hmm. in six seconds or less. Not suggesting again, the job is done, but you've got to get past that barrier. And again, that, um, that six seconds literally starts when they come to the website. There's no... It starts when they click. Mm. The, to, to try to get to the website. Mm. So, so they do a Google search for your name, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for Dan. Mm-hmm. And that, there, there you come, mm-hmm. right? Oh, click. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, bird flew by. Got you. 
or they heard about you and they put your name into search and, and, you know, up came your, your URL and, oh, cool. Click. Mm -hmm. Or they saw an article that you published somewhere and it, you know, they followed a backlink. Mm -hmm. So all these, I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking like, you know, when I, when I write for entrepreneur or good man or life hack, these people could be coming to the website and I wouldn't even know because they didn't stay. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And so someone, for example, who's doing all this outreach, they're doing summits, they're doing social media. Mm -hmm. The website's not create, creating space for that confirmation. There's not going to be any conversion. Right. You've got to get past the confirmation first. Am I in the right place? Is there a benefit or is there a solution for me here mm -hmm. for me to pay attention to? Mm -hmm. And once you get past that, huh, I wonder if this guy's qualified to actually do this. That's the reason. That's the trust factors I talked about. Yeah. And then it's okay. So now where do I need to go next? And for example, you'll get websites with six, seven, eight different items in the navigation. Mm-hmm then suddenly they're thinking about this and they're having to figure it out, et cetera. We recommend that no more than four, ideally three things in the navigation. So anyway, I'm looking forward to getting my, <laughs> my audit, but even as you're speaking, I'm like, Oh gosh, I think we need to change that. <laughs> I, think we, I think we need to change that. So again, guys, so for, why don't you give, by the way, give the, the link for people who are probably itching at scratch, chomping at the bit, right. champing at the bit um, to, um, to to get one of these audits themselves. Where's the best place for them to do that? The, I've got a, a, a very easy to, easy to say, easy to remember, easy to spell URL. Yeah. Go to sixsecondsorless.com. There you go. Sixsecondsorless.com. Um, the word six or the number? Doesn't matter. Either one works. He's the bad. He's the bad. So we've got these six pieces without which your website is probably not getting the traction that it's going to be getting. And you just don't know how much you're leaving on the table. No, it's, it's an you don't. And, and it's, they're not hard changes to make. Mm -hmm. no, they, and it's about the, the concept of outside in versus inside out. Mm -hmm. I had a, a conversation with a, a speaker, professional speaker. Mm -hmm. She had me do a six seconds or less website audit. Mm -hmm. And the first question I asked her was, so Vicky, who's your audience? Mm. So she started to describe her audience mm -hmm. and she had three audiences really. Mm -hmm. So I said, what's the common thing that they're looking for? Mm. Right. So we talked about that and she had this beautiful woman, very strong speaker, wonderful presence on stage. And, and she had a wonderful picture of herself on stage. Mm -hmm. I said, Vicki, anybody who gets to your website knows that you're a speaker. If you could get a photograph taken looking over your shoulder out into the audience so that that person who's booking a speaker for a conference can see an audience full of people having a really good time. Mm -hmm. 
that's going to be a much more powerful visual image for you because what they're hiring, they want to look good. Mm. They're, the problem that they're trying to solve is I need to book a keynote speaker who's going to entertain the daylights out of my people. Hmm as well as give them valuable information and that sort of thing. I mean, it's got to have some meat to it, but mm-hmm. you know, I, when you're standing on a stage, you need to be entertaining. Mm. So that's, that's the problem that they're trying to solve. And you're all you're saying is that I I'm, I'm attractive and I can stand on a stage. <laughs> There's nothing in that for them. That's not, that doesn't. And you, and remember the thing about the, you know, touch your nose. Mm-hmm. Right. People see before they hear, think anything else. Mm. So you, you want to leave that positive impression. Mm. And then she had three different audiences there. She, she does keynote speaking. So that's one audience. Mm-hmm. She trains corporate executives on how to be keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. And she works with HR departments to build team building skills and, and communication skills inside of corporations. Mm-hmm. So we we dis- built out specific call to actions underneath the hero that le- allowed people to go down the path that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then the landing page from each one of those calls to action was r- had rich information about all of her credentials and oh, all of her problem. But relative to that audience. Mm-hmm. These these examples resonating with you? Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm sure the listeners are are getting some gold from this because, again, even that simple idea of they already know that you're a speaker, but how much real estate are you taking up on the website that's gobbling up that six seconds, telling something they already know instead of giving them something that they need to know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I have websites that we've built and managed and we host and we continue to manage that are generating traffic in seven figures monthly. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. A conversion objective on a site that's generating seven figures monthly. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Is your site generating seven figures monthly? Mine personal site. Probably Uh, not. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's common, right? I mean, the vast majority of people, even successful businesses. Mm-hmm. So you, you, that's, that's an important distinction to, to draw out of this and, and to start thinking about, huh. Hmm. So again, guys, six seconds or less.com. Um, I'll be sure to share my, my experience. I'll probably throw up a solo episode to share my experience after I've, I've had my audit with James, but I'm already seeing even before that some things that do need to, to get changed for sure. Um, are you connected with me on social media? If not connect, let me know what your thoughts are about this. Also, make sure you do actually go and get that free audit and, and link up with James as well. Have you got any closing thoughts for people that are probably as blown away as I am right now? Even though I kind of knew you're going <laughs> a, a bit deeper now. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay. The, the, other, the other thing I would leave, it, it's, a, again, simple idea. Don't try to boil the ocean. 
there are so many choices in digital marketing and everybody's got the new shiny thing and you know everybody's telling you you should do stuff mm-hmm. think about who your best customer is think about where they are mm-hmm. pick a few things and do them well mm-hmm. and then once you've really nailed those few things maybe add one more thing in mm-hmm. You know, this is another whole conversation around the, the concept of hub and spoke marketing, mm-hmm. um, how to, to maximize the impact of online marketing, because, you know, digital marketing tactics in isolation are mm-hmm. expensive noise. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. Head over to sixsecondsorless.com. James, thank you so much for giving us your wise words of wisdom and a little shakeup for me, definitely, today. And guys... Head over to the website, get your audit, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangena, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.